Leadership File on Premier. Welcome to the show that helps you lead where God has placed you. I'm Andy Peck, your host of the show. I'm joined this week by Pete Winter. He is the founder and executive director of the UK charity One Life Leadership, a curate at Holy Trinity Brompton in London and director of the Leadership College London. So, Pete, when you were last in the studio, you were leading a new leadership training course based out of St Andrews Chorley Wood. And here we are eight years later and you're still training leaders. So welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's great to be with you, Andy. Um, Perhaps you could explain just a little of the narrative that you've been on in these last eight years. and what you've learned about leadership training. Wow. Um, well, it's been quite an eight years, and I was just yeah, <laughs> reflecting on that before we started around kind of feeling very fresh-faced then. But um, I suppose I've been passionate about leadership development for the last 12, 13 years. Um, when I came in, we'd, we'd launched One Life, and that was up and running and is still going. And uh, that's really exciting and continues to go from strength to strength, really. Um, a few years ago, I got ordained in the Church mm. of England, and uh, that was an interesting process, just going through working that piece out. Um, and one of my big notices was, does that mean it's going to take me away from the leadership development piece mm. that I f- really felt God had called me to um, in a particular way in terms of ministry and developing distinctively Christian leaders? Um, but now, you know, as things, things work out, I find myself in a context where um, as part of my ministry, I'm able to develop now the Leadership College London, which essentially is it's a... Uh, um, I've learned huge amounts through the One Life piece that have then helped us to launch this piece. And that, that college mm. deals with um, kind of slightly leaders further on so one life is really teenagers and students leadership college london is focused around 20s and 30s um and it's been yeah, it's been a fun journey so that's that's a lot of my work now um and i suppose all the way through uh, there's been this strong strain of character and the need to develop and strengthen character and i think i feel more passionate about that than ever before uh particularly you know you see all the um the press you know m- most of our press is full of kind of things that are going on where leaders fall in terms of character or there's some kind of question mm. over how they've behaved or what's gone on. Some of that can be honest mistakes. Some of that is just deeply grounded in self-awareness, development of character, who they really are, identity, all those kind of areas. So um, if there's one area that I've really kind of held on to through all that time, it would be around character. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I, I would, would ask the question, have you changed or adjusted anything? No doubt you have, but I, I don't want to assume you might, you might yeah. find, well, actually, the paradigm we started with is... Has, it seems to be working well. Um, I think there are always changes, and I think you know, in in any kind of leadership context, um, you have to be adaptable, don't you? Mm. And um, you have to be ready to learn. You know, some of that change is just simply around the way in which people learn. Mm. So I think there's been some developments and changes in that space. Um, we're very strong, and I'm, I'm very keen around this whole shared learning idea. You know, there's so much knowledge available in the world, and that has only increased over the last years. That really, people can access knowledge anywhere. Um, so one of the one of the skills is actually how do you build a context within which people can grow beyond just the knowledge. So knowledge is one thing, but actually a context where growth happens is important. Mm. I think that increasingly happens around shared learning, um, interaction, um, treating people as if they've got something to bring to the room. And then often they respond much more when they feel like they can take something from the room. And so you see growth happening faster in that kind of context. Mm. So we kind of we've, we've kind of worked hard at building those spaces um, around the training. But some of the knowledge, you know, remains the same. And, mm-hmm. uh, and we just keep adding, learning more and more. I've, I've enjoyed kind of delving more into psychology and the interface between psychology and theology has been a really important one for us. OK, well, we'll, we'll, we'll look at that a bit later. Um, uh, I mean, one of your courses is for 20s and 30s, as you said, and mm. uh, your one life is more for, for teenagers. Uh, 
And, and I suppose the key question, some would say that leadership is a bit of a buzzword. Yeah. And, um, and young people with aspirations and egos can want to become leaders to validate themselves. Yeah. Now, I appreciate you can't see into the motives of people yeah. that come on the course, but, but that must be something you're aware of. At yeah, least. definitely, and that's where the, where the big part of the character thing mm. plays. Because actually, in some senses, you can though you can see mm. the motives. Yeah, yeah. So you just dig a little bit, and then you begin to sort of discover mm. motives and and build spaces where people can, you know, in a very honest and real way, begin to unpack mm. what's really going on inside themselves. Yeah. You know, again, that whole kind of self awareness is a huge part of what we do in One Life and also Leadership College London. Mm. So, um, but you're right; it's, it's a bit of a buzzword, and you know, some people might get tired of leadership as something. And um, but I, I just again, feel more committed than ever before. And I guess when I talk about leadership, it's not just about, um, you know, what comes out at the end or kind of being able to lead something better. It's actually, in one sense, one one of the phrases we use is that it, it's like deep end discipleship. So leadership and discipleship are, are synonymous in one, in some senses, in the sense that actually if you're going to choose to follow Jesus and learn to follow learn to follow him, essentially you're you're going on a path of learning leadership like Jesus mm-hmm. because, you know, he has a, great model even we could say perfect model of leadership mm. is someone to aspire to and when he calls someone to come and follow them he's he's not just saying or oh, passively follow after me and but he's he's saying actually i'm going to teach you to do what i do i want you to go out and do the things that i do i want you to become like me you know become imitators of god it says in mm. ephesians doesn't it that's whole sense of actually let's let's grow let's learn into this so really you know when when people decide to follow jesus in we could just call that discipleship and it is discipleship but discipleship has a lot to do with leadership because as we learn to follow him we'll begin to influence just as he has con- has done and continues to do even today yeah well, it was great to hear you say that i mean jesus himself i think only uses talks about leadership as, itself a couple yeah. of times yeah. but actually the whole of his training is leadership training yeah, it's right the way through the narrative yeah. i mean and the, whole, the whole way through scripture i mean mm. you take from the very beginning to the very end mm. Um, yes, you're right. There's different kind of words that we can pull mm. around, but actually concepts are there all the yeah. time. And actually those concepts are really important. Yeah. And the Bible just exposes story after story of men and mm. women who stepped up and made mm. a difference in their day, in their generation. Mm. And, um, you know, many inspired by that connection with God, empowered by his spirit and making a difference. Mm. And essentially that's that's at the very core of everything we do. You know, yeah. it's very it's all. Um, you know, rooted into what does it look like to be distinctively Christian in our leadership as opposed to just leadership. Yeah. And, and just to say, of course, the, the Bible itself talks about, you know, if anyone aspires to be a leader or an elder, they, they, they desire a noble thing. So we're yeah. not saying that motivation in itself is a... Yeah. You know, and God uses, you know, graciously uses us in our weakness, in our weak motive sometimes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which again comes back to the character, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Because it's yeah, actually yeah. saying, how do, we, how do we become ambitious for the kingdom and remain humble and submitted? Yeah. And yeah. that interplay is really important for everybody, you know, any follower of Jesus to, to engage with mm-hmm. and anybody really. Um, because increasingly even people who are not in, um, I guess, the Christian scene of leadership are starting to recognize that, you know, humility is a is a significant facet of a mm. of a high, you know, high level leader. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, you know, in one sense, as a Christian, you could look and go, well, you know, here's the Bible and it tells you so. We could have said that 2000 years ago. <laughs> your your recent book might be revolutionary today. But actually, mm. this has been the narrative you know this it's the pattern that jesus set yeah, yeah. Um, and it provides us with great great patterns for effective leadership mm-hmm. so i mean the leadership college london uh trains people while they continue their day job so yeah that could be in church or in a charity politics in business or whatever absolutely um so what do you actually do what's what do you, how do you help these folk yeah so well part of it is inspiration and it's kind of helping um we you know anybody can apply for the leadership college london um but uh 
it is distinctively Christian. So we say mm. it's within the context. It'll have you know there'll be an element of worship and an ministry uh, prayer together. Um, and so generally speaking, we, we tend to get Christians who apply. There's sometimes people who are mm. perhaps nominal or exploring, but still want to do that. Um, and there's a whole range of people. So we're trying to support them into what God might be calling them to. And as you say, whether it's in you know business, or as an entrepreneur in the political realm, education, we have doctors, people in law. We've you know recently published author is on the course at the moment, and uh, you know there's all sorts of people doing creative things and responding to all the demands of their lives. Mm. We help them to try and perceive what is God's heart in that space as they lead. Mm. And really, really launch them both with the skills and also the motivation and the sense of walking with God in this place um, to go and do that. So, yeah, it's very it's part time. It goes it's, it's designed to be alongside busy working life because, you know, as we thought about it, it was like it's, it's silly to take people out of career mm. if we're trying to inspire them to be, you know, more like Christ in career and what's going on. Um, so a lot of my work around that is obviously planning planning the, the sessions, mm. working with that, mentoring people, spending time one-to-one, go visit people where they're working mm. uh, and what, what's going on with that. Um, but I, I'm also, you know, well, alongside that, I'm, a, I'm a, one of the curates at HTB um, and the Leadership College London is based at HTB. It's an HTB ministry and uh, Holy Trinity Brompton. I, that's, so that obviously takes a lot of my time as well. And I love that because I feel like mm. there's a strength in the college being... Uh, mm rooted earth and breathing out of uh, a local church and um, the rhythms of that mean that the discipleship and leadership piece sit mm. so comfortably together they're not separated mm. um, and so yeah that's that takes up a lot of my time good stuff and for overseas listeners obviously holy trinity brompton was where alpha was birthed so yep. for, for, for alpha being um, one of the, one of the brands that is well known from absolutely that, yeah from that particular stable as well yeah, yeah, yeah good stuff um so uh, you look at the curriculum under what you call the five C's, which I was yes. delighted as, as a preacher who kind, kind of likes alliteration. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the five C's. So, <laughs> yeah. so talk, talk about the five C's and what you look at. Absolutely. Well, I mean, some of them, you know, won't, won't be a surprise to anyone. Mm. Um, you know, Bill Hybels talks about it in some of his mm. work. Others talk about it in different iterations. But um, so there's, a, I've already mentioned character. That's one mm. of our C's. Really big emphasis on character, character development. Um, and, you know, doing that through an interface of theology, psychology and, and kind of recent business and leadership development. Um, so character is a big one. Uh, then there's competencies. So obviously leaders need to be competent in what they're doing. So there's a whole range of things that we're doing to help people mm. be upskilled in terms of how they communicate. For example, that's going to happen, um, you know, very soon, you know, tomorrow or tonight. I'll be with a whole bunch of, you know, 40, mm. uh, 40 of our leaders and they're all going through a communication session. Um, yeah, we've got... Um, Somebody who's involved in media, who's on television every day, coming in to give critique oh, wow. and talk about how they how mm-hmm. they would communicate to camera, all those sort of things, and then they're actually doing TED talks, oh, TED wow. style talks. So, so there's like competency stuff there. So it's character, competency, chemistry, and by that we mean mm-hmm. relational, emotional intelligence, okay. and obviously that overlaps with character stuff. But we do a lot around that. Um, how do we build team relationship, connection with people, that, all of that side of things. And then perhaps more bespoke to us as a distinctively Christian college is calling. So we're exploring what you know what is it that God's called us to. And that can be in the macro and the micro. So the macro, like, what is my life's purpose, my life's work, and can I get hold of that? But also, what am, what am I called to do today, now, in this moment? How do I go into that board meeting and and um, and and lead in that space in a way that would both honour God and honour the people around that table? Mm. You know, what am I called to bring to the table today? You know, so it's kind of, as, you know, very much in terms of the day-to-day as well as the mm-hmm. bigger things around, actually, is it right for me to be pursuing this business idea? Mm. Is it right? You know, all of those things. So calling... And then, um, and then finally, charismata. 
Um, so we steal a Greek word at the end there, um, <laughs> just to keep with the seas, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're happy with this. Andy. <laughs> so charismata really is to do with, you know, obviously the gifts that God gives us. So, mm. you know, by his spirit, giving us gifts. How do we exercise those gifts effectively? Mm. And I think a lot, a lot of people are very um, comfortable with that within a church context. You know, but what does that mean to mm. exercise the gifts of God and, and what he wants to breathe through us in our workplaces? You know, how do we make sure that our... Um, as Ken Costa would say, he's the dean of our college, you know, that our, our workstation is our worship station. How do we make sure that we're really uh, listening to the very heartbeat of God, to his word in what we're doing in our day in, day out, whether we're emptying bins or whether we're, um, you know, cleaning or whether we're, you know, at a, on an office, in a board meeting, in a classroom, on a hospital ward, wherever it is, what, what is it that, that we can live and breathe that carries the very heartbeat of God in that space? And mm. he wants to give us gifts to enable us to do that. So we explore that, what that looks like and what the interplay is in that space. Wonderful. We're well, listening to Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by Pete Winter. Pete is the founder and executive director of the UK charity One Life, a curate at Holy Trinity Brompton and director of London Leadership College. We'll be back just after this. Welcome back to Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by Pete Winter. Uh, Pete's uh, the founder and direct, executive director of the UK charity One Life Leadership at Curator Holy Trinity Brompton and director of uh, the Leadership College London. I said London Leadership College earlier. Uh, it should have been <laughs> Leadership okay, College it's London. Right, it's fine. So, <laughs> so just so you know. Uh, so we were talking about the five C's before your break. And I suppose my, I'm just interested whether whether any any of those particular C's tend to resonate with students most. I mean, I, you know, obviously mm. it's like a, asking which is your favourite child. But <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. But, uh, you know, do you sense, hey, this this is the thing that, that people you know get energized by out of the five so, you know, i think it, it it's there's a variety of responses mm. because obviously everyone's at a different space yeah, in their yeah. own okay. development I, or always the character stuff lands always yes. and i've always mentioned that about in terms of discovering mm. i think that there's there's more need than ever before for that and for people to really think through like how do i grow in character what does that mm. actually look like how do i apply that mm. and i think people particularly engage with our teaching around mm. that they really enjoy um mm-hmm. exploring that and I think that's a great win for some of them. You know, they're busy in career. They've got a lot on their mind and actually winning a space where they can step back and look mm. at themselves and understand what's really going on. What are the motivations? What are the shadow things that are happening? Mm. What are the values that motivate them? Uh, who are they? Who do they want to be? All of those things and oh. giving them structures and tools to help them emerge into that. Oh. People, people love that. And I, I think there is that sense in which actually they discover more about who they are. Uh, how God's made them to be, mm. um, and 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 grappling with both some of the great stuff in them, but also some of the stuff that mm. uh, is not so great. Um, you see real growth in people, and that's where you know there's real life in that. Mm. So that's you know that they that line up. But you know everybody loves a different thing. You know sometimes you know somebody will totally buzz with some of the competencies that we're mm. doing, or the, you know they really want to get stuck into some of the theology, which is you know typically around some of our calling or charismata mm. modules. There's a lot you know more of the theology sure. and exploring what the Bible says about this, what's going on, and some people love that because. Again, you know, in Christian leadership, often often people revert to church leadership mm. within that space. So we've got lots of colleges that train great theologians and can do brilliant theology. Mm. Um, you know, we ourselves at Leadership College London is based at St. Melitus College, which is doing a brilliant job of training both Indeed. people in, in for ordination, but other people doing theology in all kinds of ways. Mm-hmm. For the Leadership College, um, you know, you've got people who... Perhaps you know they, their emphasis is not to become a church leader, and then and they're not necessarily thinking I want to study theology as such, um, but actually it's really important for them to grapple with that theology for the sake of their workplace. And and within the context of Leadership College London, we can do that in a way that really really lands with their everyday and what's going on 
um, because we're not necessarily intending that they all become church leaders. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's kind of a helpful context for 95% of Christians who probably aren't going to lead in the church, certainly volunteer and be involved, mm. but um, but not be church leaders themselves. Mm. You, you, you juggle the insights from the worlds of psychology and, and business and theology with the, you know, with the Bible, of course. Do you adopt a particular approach? Are you Do you have a temperament preference approach that you look at or... Because there's a lot of business yeah. approaches that really help us in our self-understanding. I didn't, yeah. just wondered what your, yeah. whether you use a particular one. Um, no, there's not a particular one. I mean, we'll, mm. we'll, we'll draw on a number of things. And you know, people, um, listeners will probably be aware of things like Myers-Briggs. And mm. um, uh, so that's some of that coming out, you know, Jungian psychology and stuff. But obviously, we're always doing that through the lens of trying to actually, you know, what, what does God say about all of this mm. and where mm. it's going? So we're, so we're challenging as well as learning from all of these tools. Um, mm. And and that's an important process too, um, for you know, to be training and as leaders to be challenging and thinking mm. through. So we'll use a variety of things, but there's other other stuff that we kind of um, delve into, and we've developed a, a number of models ourselves as well, um, through really through the work of One Life um, and engaging with lots of young leaders over the course of those years, uh, that we now actually use within Leadership College. And uh, you know, we, for example, you know, there's one guy who came on, he runs runs a huge department in one of the large um, banks in the city and um, has a big team dealing with multi-million pound crunch questions every few seconds of the day, um, you know, 38 years old. And uh, we took him through a model around character development that we use, we've used in One Life for many years. And his response afterwards, I mean, he was pretty undone and, uh, you know, real, I suppose, revelation for him, real um, insight that he said, this is so helpful and I can't believe it and I, I've missed this. Um, and he said, oh, if only I'd had this when I was 22 arriving in the city, ready to go, it would have saved me heartache after heartache and it would have given me structure and understanding to both run, you know, run my own response to stuff but also run this team effectively. So it was a real joy as well then to be able to say, well, the amazing thing is that you know, we are, we're delivering this stuff to 14 to 21 year olds through One Life and he you know, obviously was very inspired and wanted to be involved and help with that so we got him along to a conference at One Life and he sort of shared something of his story too so we have a number of our own models that really help structure people um, and, and help people think through so that they can hold on to something afterwards yeah. uh, as well and it's you know transferable stuff that, and we know as well that people then deliver to their teams what, another person on the course last year changed their team meeting to be on a Friday morning in the business they were running um which is not so the ideal day for a team mm. meeting. Most people would do like Monday, Tuesday, let's go going for the week. And uh, they changed it. And the key reason they changed it was because they were learning so much on a Thursday night through the Leadership College that they absolutely wanted to land that oh, every day into the context <laughs> okay. of their business. Yeah. So they were taking all the tools and the thinking and the development that we were doing mm. and then putting it into their team. So their team would sort of change and shift. Um, and that kind of story has been repeated again and again where people are taking stuff and it's really infusing the workplace and we hope and pray bringing great transformation to society as each of these spaces mm. learn to lead and therefore thrive more effectively um, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean as as you s- support Christians in leadership in the in the business world the, the kind of the, the space that's outside the church um, do, do you sense for some for some folk they, they kind of feel um, that maybe leaving that business world in order to be ordained or whatever is is less becomes less needed or less attractive. I just because some mm. people look at the whole the way the, the sacred secular divide has been yeah. has been broken yeah. and said, well, actually, 
the trouble with that is we, you know, people are not being ordained in the same numbers because they yeah. think, well, my my business is my ministry, and yeah. that actually has a yeah. a knock on effect, which is perhaps not what was intended. So I don't know how you yeah. feel about all that. <laughs> it's an interesting one. I mean, the good news is, I mean, certainly within, I mean, the Church of England, which obviously I'm in, yes. ordained into, and I know there's many church streams, but in mm. the Church of England, um, number of ordinances are up by about fourteen percent, I okay. think, this year. So in one sense, it's great. Actually, more people mm. are getting ordained, and there seems to be a kind of yeah, yeah. a moment of revival going. In. But what, what I'd say is. Um, I just think it's really important that people are grappling with their calling mm. and uh, and sitting in that. And I think as we as we help people to do that from the point of view of actually what is God calling to you? Is it mm. you know business or politics, education, arts, media, mm. you know design, whatever? Um, it forces people to really think that through rather than just having the um, the narrative of are you called to lead in the church? And mm. I think sometimes we've fallen into that narrative mm. where it's almost mm. like the church is a calling, everything else is yes. B grade. Yes, um, and I, th I feel I feel really passionate about that because actually as as people look at that, some people then do feel called into mm. the church and then a number of people who come through our college end up in ministry of some kind or launching ministries of some kind, um, which I think is healthy and growing and developing the church. But it, it, it's really important increasingly, I think, that Christians understand their sense of call and vocation in every sphere of society, not just having that language around the church. Mm. Um, and the reason for that is because ultimately as we train people in deep end discipleship and effective leadership in all of these spaces, then then we can more readily expect that God will move and be present on the hallways of, you know, the, the House of Commons, mm. in, in the hospitals, in the schools, in all those places, uh, rather than just behind the four walls of the church. And I, no one really wants that, but of course, no one would mm. talk about it in those terms. But sometimes it can almost feel like actually come to the church and do everything here, yes. and that's your Christian response. No, sure. Whereas actually we're saying, no, no, we want to see... We're, we're based in London. We want to see the whole of this city thriving uh, and being led by distinctively Christian leaders who ultimately will carry the gospel, carry the news of Jesus to their colleagues who they're integrating with every day in a more effective way. So ultimately, as a result of that, the church will grow because mm. people meet Jesus more effectively. You know, they, they have they more integration because they're never going to step through the doors of a church mm. if they're totally unchurched. But if they're, they're meeting people who are confident, uh, who have a sense of calling, who have really grappled with this theology, who are leading well and being a great example, who are showing humility in the way they lead, just like mm. Jesus, people are going, ah, oh, this is what Jesus is about. Tell me about the church. Let me come. Mm. Let me invite me. And so, I mean, it's a secret plan for seeing God move across this city, really, isn't it? Indeed. <laughs> and well, other well, cities as well. No, wonderful. Um, <laughs> now, now, a personal question, Pete. You're a, yeah. you're a curate at, at Holy Trinity Brompton. Obviously, famously, Nicky Gumbel was a curate there for decades. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, just for non-Anglicans, of course, curacy tends to be two or three or four years. Yeah. Um, and then on to becoming a vicar somewhere. So, yes, yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, not... not necessarily ask you to reveal your future but you know, you know but you know presumably this is longer than a couple of years as a curacy it's going to be yeah. a different sort of role for you well I've, we've I've, we've been there three years yeah. um we came with a significant intention to, mm. intention to plant a church and okay. you know um, holy trinity is you know involved in lots mm. of church mm. plants and it's really exciting so lots of people come and be on staff and lead the church lead the church mm. and, and to stay for a few years so it's it's not necessarily normal that people okay. stay for a long time um they come they plant and off they go and that's one of our challenges you know we mm. we're planting lots of churches and that usually means you lose some of the best people because mm. the committed really going for it people go out and plant and then you have to regenerate again oh, within oh. the church but we've been there three years and, and we'll be there for a few more years to come at least as we just work out what the Lord's call is on our lives. Just uh, as, as we close, uh, yeah. you're reading in leadership. You've got particular books that you're either reading now or that you you know value or on your reading list. At yeah, oh, lots and lots of books. It's, I, mean, I, just, <laughs> I just love, which is good. So um, 
Um, I just I love reading David Brooks Path to Character. Um, okay. Uh, or is it Road to Character? You have to. Okay, we can check one, one of those David Brooks. Yeah. Um, so and that was last year's my favorite. It was a New York Times bestseller and mm. was absolutely brilliant in the in the character space. Mm-hmm. I'm reading uh, Me Myself and Us by a guy called Brian Little at the moment, which is a psychology book. So again, not a Christian book, but fascinating mm-hmm. from understanding how we are motivated, what's going on inside us, mm-hmm. and that all then filters through into. Um, as we kind of filter that and work that through, we put that into mm-hmm. sessions. So those those are a couple of books I've okay. just been reading, and I've so loved those. David Brooks' Path to Character or Way to Character, and yeah. Me Myself and Us by Brian Little, Doctor Brian Little. Brian Little, splendid stuff. That's really helpful. Good. Well, t- time's defeated us, Pete. It's, it's kind of rushes past, but it's, it's been terrific to sense your enthusiasm. Well, so just a, a few details on on how folk can. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you do a week course as well as as well as the. The yeah, there's a one-week course, course if, and that's open to all ages, yeah. and that's next April, just before the leadership conference. Okay. So that's a five-day program. That's an intensive. Yeah. We had 90 people last time from 20 different nations, okay. all into London. So you could apply for that, um, and then the one-year course begins every September. Okay. Um, and then we're just kind of in the in the evolving of other courses that will come as a result of some of the work we're so doing. So HGB is the place to go for that. Or? Yeah, um, you can go to leadershipcollegelondon.org. Um, uh, You've you been can listening also find to the leadership out more about one life with onelifelieaders.com. Subscribe That's now the to younger this leaders. podcast on uh, iTunes and then everything roots through hgb.org. And find uh, out more about, about other details about obviously our leadership conference as well that I'm involved in um, helping to run, which is very exciting. So don't miss that next year. We've got John Maxwell, who's really the guru of leadership development, coming for for that and uh, it's exciting that he's coming to Europe and he'll be there with us in the Albert Hall um, uh, am- uh, amongst many others who uh, we're going to be announcing over the ne- coming few weeks awesome. so keep an eye on that Wonderful Well you're listening to Leadership File with me Andy Peck I was joined this week by Pete Winter uh, you've heard the details of the Leadership College London so um, do access that if that's a particular interest of you um, but also just be inspired where you are to uh, make sure that, uh, that God is uh, is at the centre of your leadership lives and that the character is at the heart of, uh, of what you're about Look forward to your company again next Sunday at 3.30. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to The Leadership File on Premier. Andy Peck serves as a tutor at CWR, a Christian charity whose courses and publications aim to apply God's word to everyday life. Contact him via email apeck at cwr.org.uk. 